Hi everybody, welcome to Lectures on Lacan, a podcast dedicated to clear, coherent, and accessible readings of key texts in Lacanian psychoanalysis. I'm your host, Samuel McCormick, Professor of Communication Studies and Psychoanalysis at San Francisco State University. Hope you enjoy today's episode, and if you do, be sure to like and follow us on Substack, Instagram, and all the usual places. So, you know, I've been thinking about this idea of surplus enjoyment out of Seminar 17. And I'm particularly keen now, as I indicated in the last lecture, in the French that Lacan is using here, the plus de juif. Now, I'm not the first person to notice that the French here is pretty damn revealing. What I'd like to do, though, is clarify just how much of the meaning of surplus enjoyment can be read out of that plus de, the plus dash day, if you just read it out. Here's what it can mean. Plus de jouis can mean no more enjoyment, it can mean more enjoyment, and it can mean beyond enjoyment. So that plus de can mean no more, more, or beyond. As no more, surplus enjoyment would suggest or index a jouissance that is no longer, a no longer field of enjoying, and you know where we're headed with that. The plus de can also indicate, though, a jouissance that allows for more and more and more to enjoy. There's that more, more, more bit that is so endemic to surplus enjoyment. There's also this beyond, though, that has to be indexed as well. Surplus enjoyment has cooked into it the idea that there is a field of enjoyment beyond itself, beyond surplus enjoyment, and enjoyment still to come. And these three definitions of the plus de in plus de jouis, surplus enjoyment, are pretty damn important here. Surplus enjoyment is a nostalgic fantasy of paradise lost that sustains a desirous consumerist longing for paradise regained. You've heard me work with these themes before. I think they apply pretty well to what we're learning about surplus enjoyment here in Seminar 17. Surplus enjoyment manufactures the loss of a mythical, Edenic experience of plenitude, presence, wholeness, completion, all the shit we said sexual enjoyment stood for. A loss that, in fact, was never there to start. Here's this notion of paradise lost. It is a production in every sense of the word. And what happens is, is in the field of surplus enjoyment, this manufactured loss is pressed into the service of a desirous consumerist project that promises the return and reattainment of this lost Edenic experience. So loss here is an illusion that is pressed into the service of a promise that is no less illusory. The field of surplus enjoyment is one in which we thus hold out hope for the return of something we never lost because we never had it to begin with. And that's the logic to wrap our heads around here. Surplus enjoyment is this field in which we hold out hope for the return of something that we never lost to start. 
because we never had it to begin with. The illusion that props up this fantasy is thus twofold. On the one hand, you have an illusion of possession that has given way to loss, a past possession conditioning a present experience of loss. And then on the other hand, you've got this image of a loss sustained in the present that promises repossession in the future. So it's past, present, future, possession, loss, repossession. This is the illusion in the field of no longer and not yet. The common denominator here, though, is not the past that is no longer, because it never was, or the future that is not yet and shall never be, but instead this moment of connection, this experience of loss, L-O-S-S, not L-O-S-T, mind you. The field of surplus enjoyment is a field of repetition, you've heard me say, not because it's the field in which an earlier pre-linguistic loss of sexual jouissance finds expression, Mm -mm. It's a field of repetition because it's the field in which this loss is produced, packaged, shipped, and fucking sold. It's true that the process of symbolic alienation as a two-part experience of loss and lack, minus fee and objea, you've heard us discuss this, yes, it requires a renunciation. But again, this is not a renunciation of something we once had, but a renunciation of any further pursuit of something that is ever beyond our reach. Sexual jouissance. Which is why the phantasmatic promise of surplus enjoyment, namely that consumerism can yield completion, or in the Lacanian sense that desire can result in satisfaction, is often repressed unconscious, and difficult as hell to keep our eyes on, because it reveals that the pursuit of surplus enjoyment is a recantation of our foundational constitutive promise to forego any further pursuit of sexual jouissance. Hear me now. Surplus enjoyment is incredibly difficult and slippery because it marks a renunciation of renunciation. All the more reason, once more, to remember the basic meanings of plus de in Lacan's French. No more, more, and beyond. The false promise and the founding premise of more X, more Y, more Z, commodity after commodity after commodity, is that somehow, some way, some day, will arrive at a field of lived experience beyond all this, where sexual enjoyment, as a mode of enjoyment we once had and subsequently renounced, will be restored and re-accessible to us at long last. Let me be clear. Sexual enjoyment only exists in the field of surplus enjoyment and only ever as the fantastical, illusory figure of a no-longer-turned-not-yet. As Lacanians, of course, we know better. Sexual enjoyment never was and never shall be. But isn't this precisely 
why sexual enjoyment remains what it is. You heard me say it. Here it is again. It is the impossible object of the fundamental fantasy and the impossible objective of surplus enjoyment. Thanks for listening to Lectures on the Con. Stay tuned for more episodes soon. A big shout out to the artist Jerry Paper for our podcast theme music. 